Did you know that Twitch has over 2 million channels? How do you know which ones to subscribe to? Well, have no fear. Your solution is here. A collection of streamers from the northwest of England have created a one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. Introducing Ice Cream Uploads, the coolest channel on Twitch that you've never heard of. Whilst most channels give you access to exclusive emotes in return for your subscription, ICU goes much further than that. All subscribers get access to the brand new subscriber-only areas in the ICU Discord, where you can speak with the stream team and also be entered into exclusive subscriber-only giveaways each and every month. Subscribers also get special birthday treatment with shoutouts in the Discord and on stream, Plus, you can choose to have the ICU social channels follow you on platforms of your choice for as long as you're a subscriber. But wait, there's more! You can get access to all of these added extras completely free of charge if you're a Twitch Prime user. Just don't forget to renew it every month. Don't worry if you're not in a position to subscribe. The Ice Cream Uploads team appreciates you giving up your time just to be part of the stream. That's why all viewers can make use of the revolutionary Sprinkles Channel Point System. The more you watch, the more sprinkles you get. And those can be traded in for social media shoutouts, VIP badges, Wall of Fame placements, and if you have enough points, you could even get a channel subscription absolutely free. If you're looking for a Twitch community that's scientifically proven to make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, then ICU is the one for you. Subscribe online at twitch.tv slash ice cream uploads. Twitch Prime subs are free for users that have Amazon Prime and have linked it to their account. Users on mobile connect to subs.twitch.tv to subscribe using paid subs or Twitch Prime. I see a broadcast worldwide from one of our studios in Northwest England. Could you, could you say it again? He fell in the
as many attendees. Um... <laughs> what was that? Good morning, everyone. How are we all doing today? Welcome. And it shit itself. Okay, I was just checking. Just checking. See if it's fixed. Yeah. It's... Fuck! <laughs> See a bit. everyone for absolutely the first time today not the second time at all how are we all doing welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream applause the sound is good i've just checked it how are we all doing welcome in welcome into the stream um apologies for anyone that may have joined because there is two essences uh, two instances of clickbait already on social media this morning morning one of them is is epic getting a bailout and the other one is is me wearing a power rangers helmet i'm not wearing it for the stream because that would be fucking stupid <laughs> but hey how you doing how you doing um Everyone who's in the chat, please, please feel free to let us know that you're here. Like Lake did about about an hour ago when we first turned on the stream, 11 minutes ago. But but cheers, Lake. Good morning, dude. SUP equals sub. Sub. Good morning, Pl Plum Rico. I'll read. Uh, Tito says, morning, gents. Back to usual time. Graham must be back. You, you goddamn right. Um, although, in my defense, we had... We had a yeah staff meeting and stuff this morning, so busy things, busy things. But yeah, it's also, it's also me. It's also me. Um... David's here. Alrit Plum Rico. Audio is fine now. Crystal clear now. Yeah. See, I was, I'm trying a few different things. Uh, for those of you that 
um, are watching this on YouTube, you're probably not going to see much of the audio fucking up. But but if you watch it on stream on Twitch, then you will see it. We we occasionally start the stream and then restart the stream because the amount of sources that I have in Streamlabs. It just keeps creating what they call an audio hitch. So it, it literally sounds like that. The audio just sounds like someone's like uh, got a bag over the, the microphone and is wafting it around or something like that. It's, it's, it's well bizarre. Or I'm underwater. Pound and Wally is the technical term that the chat has created for it. Um, so yeah, I was trying to do something then. So when we start the stream, we have three different video sources that play. So we have the ICU, what we call the infomercial, which is the um, the video where you see like uh, Bates and it starts off with and you see money halfway through it. And it's, it's basically what you get for subscribing to the channel. Then we have the countdown video, which runs for three minutes. Then we have the scoop intro, which is about 15 seconds-ish. So I was trying to kill those three sources on the stream deck when they were finishing um, to see if that helped it. And I don't know if that actually reminds the PC that those sources are there at the end, so that didn't help it at all. Anyway, basically, it seemed like it was going to be nice, and then we came in the shit itself anyway, so nice. Nice. Moral of the story, don't have too many video sources, or too, uh, too much of an intensive uh, setup. It's nice that it looks exceptional, but but you don't, don't do that if you've not got OBS. Streamlabs OBS can't handle it. And Mr. Farry and Drake, two days in a row. Good evening, morning, both again. How are we all doing? And Epic Skills here as well. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, I have to ask, I have to ask, what have you been playing? Have we been playing? Is Has it been a creative session again? Do let us know. Do let us know. But thank you. Is that what, is that, is that what it's been? Is that what it's been? Ah, okay. Uh, I haven't been playing. Okay. So I think Bibby might be right on that one. I was working on a comic. Correct. Point to Bib. GG's, Bib. GG's. Nice. Shimmy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much. If anyone hasn't, please feel free to uh, check out Thary and Drake's channel. He um, he's, he's quite good, if, if, especially if you're in the UK. One of the things that you tend to find is that there's not a lot of choice of people early hours UK time to watch content-wise. And one thing you kind of don't want is someone that's that's high octane, over the top in your face, ah, screaming, um, which is why we don't start so early. There you go. Uh, no, but if you want someone that's just nice and relaxed to have with your brew, then, then check out Thary and Drake's streams. It's it's just some good watches, whether he's playing or whether he's being creative. It's a nice start to the day, so go do it. Do it. Um, anyway, welcome in. For those of you who don't know, if you've just joined from uh, the Tharian Drake raid, then uh, my name is Graham. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, this guy is Bibi and we are Ice Cream Uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. Uh, anyway, we're here to bring you your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. And Bibby's just had enough. He's off. He's letting the cat in. He's absolutely got to be letting the cat in. Or is he letting the cat out? Which one was it? I don't know. Anyway, but if you are live with us, uh, we are going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. And we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you are live with us in the chat, uh, please feel free to get involved. We go live each and every single weekday at 10am-ish. 10 a.m. ish. It's it's 11:14 ish. Um, anyway, we go live at 10 a.m. ish each and every single weekday. And if you do join us in the chat, please feel free to give us those aforementioned thoughts and impressions because we could turn this live stream into a podcast, a video for YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So please feel free to get involved on behalf of everyone watching and listening on the band. Nice, nice. Before we jump into the news, though. A couple of talking points. First things first, um, we mentioned it the other day. We mention it uh, almost every day, but exclamation mark loot drop in the chat. If you want to drop a sub, if you've got a prime gaming sub, 
a free sub. Uh, it's not free because you pay for Prime, but you get what I'm on about. Uh, that's burning a hole in your pocket. You just have nowhere to use it, then feel free to drop it on the channel because it helps us keep the lights on. As Bibby says, keep the lights and mics on. Uh, so feel free to uh, drop it on us. But not only do you help support us, you enter yourself into the loot drop by doing that. If you're in our Discord and you're a subscriber, you can win yourself a prize uh, once a month. Not You won't get a prize once a month, but you get in the draw once a month. Spike won this month's prize, which was a copy of Outriders. We gave him Valheim or a game of his choice, and he already had Valheim, so he chose Outriders. Nice. Let's just leave it there. Let's leave it there. Hey, um, thanks for the love, boys. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm drawing out all of my episodes of D&D. Ah, nice. Um, see, see, that could take you quite a long time. <laughs> there's there's going to be a lot of volumes of the uh, the comic there. Nice, nice. Um, uh, I'll, I'll make sure, I, I mean... I'm assuming you'll be on tomorrow anyway. Today, I, I, there was no way I could check out any streams. I tell a lie, I did drop into West's stream uh, whilst I was absolutely not on the toilet and 100% was doing something uh, that's not involving toilets at all today. Uh, did that this morning quickly, uh, but then, yeah, jumped into the uh, staff meetings and stuff. But tomorrow, I'll jump in and see. I'll see. I'll see how the comments come along. Nice. That's if you're on tomorrow. If you're not, then I probably won't because that's kind of how it works. Anyway, um, let's jump into the split screen. Some tasty news today, Bib. You've done some exceptional work once again on the thumbnail. <laughs> that was a big old chug of <laughs> chug of tea. Absolute perfect timing. See, I think I think it was I think it's good. I mean, I mean clickbaiting, don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of clickbaiting. Um but uh like I said last week, you can clickbait for good and you can clickbait for evil. Um there are, there are people out there that will just put clickbait that's just absolutely not even referenced in their content. Our stuff is is relevant, but just doesn't give away the content before people get in. Because that's 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 kind of where clickbait came from. Um clickbait is giving people enough bait. To click the link, that's not a bad thing. That's selling. Hey, check this story out. This is cool. But in the contest to get people into articles, because everyone's fighting for your attention, people got seedier and shadier and sh uh, shittier with their links. And we aren't shitty, but, but we give just enough of a taste. So it's good. I think, I think it's good. Um, you are very low, actually. Okay, now it's come back up again. Okay, say something else. Yeah, let me um kill your sources on wavelength and re uh, wavelength and restart them. Okay, give us give us words. Okay, so I'll just put in the hey, chat. That's the, gotta be a link that I've just seen. <laughs> was it really low? Uh, it just it it, it was. <clears throat> would you like before we went live? I said I need to kill my uh, wavelength, and I kept getting you to do mm. your audio testing. It wasn't working quite properly, but it is now. You've got levels peaking, so I'm assuming that's good for everyone now, right? Bibi is very low. Sounds like he's on a speakerphone. 
quietest I've ever heard, Bibi. I'll take that as a compliment. I'm assuming it's fine because you're in the yellows now. You're not like bottom end greening kind of thing. So nice. Nice. Um, sorry, what were you saying then, Bibi? As I've just put a link in the chat that I've come and stumbled across, and it's probably the best video gaming clip that you're ever going to see in your life. Okay, let's let's watch this before we jump into some news. I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm assuming it's safe for work because yeah, yeah, because Bibby's you know part of ice cream. It doesn't I, I will put it in there. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I get us taken off the air. Okay, full screen in. Let's see. Let's. It's a Twitter vid, so it looks like a smash lasagna. <laughs> what, what game is this? I have no idea. <laughs> Just a wheel fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally got everything in that video on it. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. It's a little hand on the chest. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's literally got it. Listen, if you're listening to this on podcast, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play, please go over to our video on demand. If you go onto YouTube or go onto Twitch and just watch this clip, there's no other way that you'd be able to watch it unless you go to our Twitters because I've just retweeted it because it's fucking hilarious. That is absolutely worth a retweet. Um, but just go and have a look. at It's like 26 seconds. It'll change your life. It's fucking amazing. That is, it's just so much. It just like it just keeps on giving <laughs> as you go through. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Ah. Ah. Anyway, back in the room. Uh, do you know? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I have to go give that a personal retweet before we. Uh, before we. Get there. <laughs> it's so smooth and casual as it just pulls up to a junction. Just <laughs> wait. Look at how in front to go, and it just goes to shit. That Real. is badass. I, I want to know what game that is. That is fucking amazing. Literally I'm twenty. Look through the comments, and someone said it's beaming drive on Steam. <laughs> uh, professional podcast guys. It is a professional podcast. We can share stuff. This is fine. This is what we talk about. That's <laughs> that's news from the world of video games. Anyway, all right, sorry, ads, God. Uh, let's jump back in to the news for the world of video games. As our first news story of the day, we did, we did tease about it, talking about clickbait a second ago, but Epic Games secures $1 billion of funding, a.k.a. $1 billion bailout, including $200 million from Sony to support long-term vision for the metaverse. This is written by Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. Um, and it says, Fortnite maker Epic Games has scooped together $1 billion in funding to help its long-term vision for the metaverse. A fifth of that, $200 million, comes from PlayStation owner Sony and will apparently cement its already close relationship with Epic further. In a press release, Epic listed more than a dozen non-gaming companies which had collectively pumped in that $1 billion. Uh, Sony, which frequently gives out free Fortnite cosmetics via PlayStation Plus, got a special mention. 
Um, quote, this round includes an additional $200 million strategic investment from Sony Group Corporation, Epic wrote, which, uh, Epic wrote, which builds on the already close relationship between the two companies and reinforces their shared mission to advance the state of the art in technology, entertainment, and socially connected online services. Epic said it was now worth $28.7 billion and noted its boss, Tim Sweeney, remained the controlling shareholder. Quote, we are grateful to our new and existing investors who support our vision for Epic and the Metaverse, Sweeney said. Their investment will help accelerate our work uh, around building connected social experiences in Fortnite, Rocket League and Fall Guys while empowering game developers and creators with Unreal Engine, Epic Online Services and the Epic Games Store. While a metaverse similar to Ready Player One may still seem like a fantasy, Epic Games has been clear for years that this is where its sights are set. Fortnite has broken down platform holder walls around crossplay, brought together rival brands through collaborations, and seemingly no one except Nintendo is immune to being included. Earlier today, PlayStation announced its latest Fortnite collaboration, the arrival of Horizon Zero Dawn star Aloy following Kratos' debut last year. Just want to point out as well, I did call that last year. As soon as we saw the, the wild mm. theme, I did call that. So, in the bag. Um, for Fortnite, this is another big name joining its roster of film, TV, and gaming stars. For Sony, this will be Aloy's debut appearance on Nintendo and Xbox platforms, which is brilliant marketing exposure for the brand ahead of Horizon's upcoming sequel. 100, no, 101 billion even dollar bailout, babe. Mm-hmm. Bailout. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I told you it was quite a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, if you're looking for investment, your smart, smart money investment is probably going to be within Fortnite. It's a game that will make money, I think, at least for the next two or three years until the bubble finally pops. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Not every game will last forever. The Battle Royale has taken the the video game industry by storm. There's a reason there's there's a million and one different Battle Royale games out there, whether or not it's a, a mobile top-down shooter um, like PUBG, whatever it is that you showed me the other day. <clears throat> that was a, that looked okay, but in terms of like Bullet Echo and uh, Fortnite, uh, Call of Duty's Warzone, because you can't just call it Warzone anymore. Um, <laughs> But battle royales are everywhere. Um, so the smart investment would be uh, the Funko Pop version, which is Fortnite, uh, where you collect in as many different skins as you possibly can. And people will always want to be playing in something that looks cool or something that they have a, an affiliation with, whether or not it be a franchise that they absolutely adore or what. Um, still yet to see a Resident Evil one in there. So, I mean, that'll probably boot me back into the game if I could get an RPD uniform or something like that. But yeah, the smart money, if you are Sony, would be to give them 200 pound your return on investment is going to be quite big if this was dragon's den it's an absolute no-brainer everyone's fighting to put money into it so for me it's a it's a it's a worthy investment but for how long um it says the long-term version for the metaverse what uh, we do we will never know their roadmap we don't know how long they're planning to support this game for i imagine until the money runs dry which is obviously what what's happened with this i don't want to say the money's completely run dry but when it comes to marketing if they're having to to do a fundraiser elsewhere are they just looking for i don't know support can they not fund their own stuff can the 200 pound that they got from sony does that mean that sony wanted to so they could use some of their characters in the video game in fortnite further down the line i don't know we don't know their roadmap but it's interesting that they've had to gather one billion pounds worth of funding 
to support its long-term vision when they've been making money hand over fist for the last three years. Well, the um, <clears throat> for anyone who doesn't know what the metaverse is, um, to give you a hint, I've jumped back through to the previous article that was linked in that. Um, this previous article was talking about um, Fortnite having Diplo and uh, Major Laser and a bunch of other brands, a uh, bunch of other artists, plus there were some retail brands, I believe, uh, dropping into the game as well. Oh, no, that was a... That was um, a GTA one, actually. But basically, they have a lot of crossovers. They have a lot of commercial crossovers with mm-hmm. the likes of Marvel. They've had Halo in there. They've had PlayStation games and, and so on within there as well. Um, and this article, talking about um, Fortnite uh, having different modes and stuff, it, it, where does it say it? Where does it uh, but even this low-key launch is clearly the next stage of something far bigger. So this kind of relates to where we are now. Epic has been public about its desire to build Fortnite into a metaverse, a Ready Player One-style persistent place where people and brands can interact in ways beyond those currently offered anywhere else in our existing digital lives. The next big step to doing that, I think, is getting rid of those guns, making the no-combat party royale a significant tw- uh, twitch in Fortnite. Fortnite's evolutionary pupae. Uh, so basically, that article at the time was talking about the fact that... Um, mm-hmm. uh, points for the word pupae as well, because it sounds like a rude word. <laughs> um, it's not, but it sounds like it is. Um, um, do, you, do you pronounce it pupae or pupa? I know it's not about the like, lava sort of stages, um, but uh, we'll just say pupae. Uh, could be wrong. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that was epic having a version of the game where you basically... PlayStation... Did this previously? So Epic secures one billion dollars in funding, two hundred million of that from Sony. But that's kind of not surprising because if you go back to the PS2, does anyone ever remember PlayStation Home or whatever it was called, where mm-hmm. you you had your own avatar and you were strolling around in this real world and you were like, oh, this is this is crazy, but also I don't really understand why because it was. I watched a documentary on that the other day. Did you? <laughs> nice. Yeah, about about how much money it actually made and. Uh, it was. It wasn't that much to be able to build. Well, it it cost a stupid amount of money to actually put out there, but they made more money hand over fist from people just walking around and having real life brands come into the game uh, and supplement normal clothing for ones that people would buy twenty pound. They would literally spend twenty pound for just one item of clothing way before Fortnite skins was even a thing. So that's kind of where they got the old bit, the whole microtransaction business. But it's microtransactions before microtransactions were the thing. Yeah, I mean that's that. It was kind of that that time. Anyone who's old uh, like me and Bib, uh, well, me a bit more than Bib, but you'll remember PlayStation Home. You you might remember stories of Second Life. I never actually played Second Life. I think it was PC, and I was never a PC gamer twenty years ago ish. But Second Life was basically that. It's an online. Um, open world MMO effectively um, without monsters and bad guys and villains. You basically just ex- exist in the world, but digitally, that was it. It was Second Life. So say you, you live in in um, a one-bedroom flat in London and it costs you an arm and a leg to live there. You really like a nice multi-million pound house in Chelsea? Well, just go buy it in, in, in Second Life because it's literally, it's like an NFT. It's an NFTs 20 years ago. It's a piece of digital technology, uh, software that you can buy that no one else can buy. If they want that house, they have to buy it off you. Um, so this kind of stuff, PlayStation have been doing this forever. So it doesn't doesn't surprise me that they've put 200 million into um, Epic's plans for that. The metaverse is 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 a Fortnite idea, is an Epic idea. Um, epic the brand, not necessarily Epic the game, but I suppose it is an Epic idea, really. But um, the uh, 
whilst it is a Fortnite specific thing, Epic have been quite good at making things for Fortnite that they then mm -hmm. extrapolate outwards. Their their cross party stuff you can get in other games. They've rolled it into Rocket League, which obviously they own now. Mm -hmm. But but anyone that uses Epic. Uh, uh, Epic's Unreal Engine can use those functions. You want to cross-play stuff, you yeah. can use Epic stuff. You want party lobby stuff and chat stuff, you can use that stuff. Um, so this Outriders does it now. Exactly, exactly. In incredible stuff. So, so building a metaverse within Fortnite, i.e. a non-gaming part of the game, it's, it's, it's kind of bizarre, but it's... I mean, in... The last 12 months proves that there is definitely a need for that. I know the last 12 months have been a weird 12 months, but it still shows that that we're in a world that is ever closer to a need for a digital landscape. Um, Mr. Gary Clark! Hey! Don't know why that's not come up in my activity feed, uh, feed but thank you very much for the sub, you beautiful oh, guy. Oh, mine. Uh, in Streamlabs, it's not. It has yep. in... in in Twitch. Uh, oh, okay. But, but yeah, seven months. What a guy. Love you very much. Beautiful. Chugger. I appreciate it. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So so PlayStation, they aren't new to this. Um, and this last 12 months have proven that there is a need for digital landscapes for us to not just play, to not have goals and have uh, aims and targets. If you play a game of PUBG, you have a goal to win. You play a racing game, you have a goal to come in first and, and so on. Sometimes you just want to just chat and we do that on Zoom and, and Teams and Discord and whatever. Um, but having that within a video game, there's definitely digital walls to be broken down there. So Epic are looking at that and Sony realises that, do you know, actually, whilst, whilst it could be a lost cause, if... If there's anyone that's that's making technology advance right now, then Epic are the ones. So yeah, it's not not yeah. a bad bad horse to get on. Um, how many skins? Four skins, says Ads. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I can't believe I got baited for that. <laughs> um, Habbo Hotel. Uh, I don't know what Habbo Hotel is. I don't know what that is. Like it was it was like a browser game, way back when. I'm talking like way back when. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I no idea lost on me i'd probably found alcohol by that point in time so i lost a few years of my yeah. life so i don't know um time for a bong says yo yo good morning i'm assuming that was an introduction and not just like a favorite uh, childhood toy from from the uh 70s 80s and then came back in the 90s and 2000s you don't mean the no, nice fine nice bibby's beard fell off what the fuck <laughs> oh don't go on, tell us babe tell There's us babe. the whole thing yesterday <sighs> so i knew i was going gray like my beard was going grey like a couple of months ago. So I decided yesterday my beard was just far too big. It was doing my head in. So I went to trim it. So I got to this part and I started trimming it and it looked great. And then I looked underneath and what looked like a massive ball patch underneath there. And I thought, for fuck's sake, right, okay, I'm going to straight down the other side. And I got back to this side. And then rather than just doing what normal people would do and just rub the fingers through it, it was actually a massive grey patch, which says a lot for the colour of my skin <laughs> and how pale I am. I genuinely <laughs> thought that a grey patch was the colour of my skin. Um, so I'm rubbing it and like, fuck's sake. So I'm going grey. I've got a massive grey patch there and a massive grey patch there. So sooner or later, it's going to come through to the, uh, the the whole part of my face. So I'll just have to get over the fat and just, yeah. It, when I grow it out, it's fine. It's fine. You can't even tell. But then as soon as you start to get down to the, the root, it just is so blatant, so annoying. 
<laughs> Bibby, grab some just for men, says Gary. <laughs> do they do it in ginger? I have never seen just for men for gingers. <laughs> have you? It's serious. It's like a golf driving. You never see a golf driver in a car. I've never seen just for men for gingers. It's called ginger for men. That's what it is. No, no one can tell with ginger for men gel. Pow. There you go. That's why you're in marketing. Um, it, it, that's that's the uh, that's I can't take the credit for that. I mean, I can take the credit for the ginger for men, but the uh, the the tune was um, from an actual just for men advert in the like nineties or something. One of those where you just get like a song that earworms you for the rest of time. <laughs> it's one of those. One of those. Um, by the way, if you want to see another just for men stream, then hashtag ad. Uh, <laughs> although just for men, if you do want to get involved, you know I've got a bit of a grey patch going there as well. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll take we'll take the money and look good while doing it. It's fine. <laughs> Good. Um, welcome to middle age. <laughs> Never see a golf driving a car. That's the bit that tickled me. Uh, uh, I think I think I've heard that before, but still, it's one of those things that's just so visual. It just absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> literally, you just never see a golf driving a car. It's just one of them things. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's move ahead. So Epic has secured $1 billion of funding for the Metaverse. So that is their their non-gameplay gameplay experience. So having a social place in games before you go to play games. Um, they've done that previously, as I mentioned, with branding, with advertising, with commercial crossovers, and just having casual non-gun uh oriented experiences so they are clearly looking to build on that one billion dollars of investment so clearly clearly taking it seriously um anyway let's move forward though um and i say move forward let's actually move backwards uh we did cover a story yesterday saying that warzone has a court case this was going to be an article that was going to jump on at the end but Bibi did mention it briefly uh, within that so i just, just just jumped it forward so if you didn't see the article yesterday um there was a game released in 2017 called warzone um a mobile slash browser based game and then two years later slash three years later call of duty warzone was released um and then fast forward another year on top of that, we get a little bit of a battle. Warzone, the original, thinks Call of Duty Warzone has infringed on its trademark. Uh, and we went through that yesterday. That leads us to the point where we are today with an update from Jody McGregor at PC Gamer. It says, Warzone developer starts a GoFundMe for legal battle against Activision, who also have a game called Warzone. Uh, subject line, you might have heard of it. Yeah, I think, I think mm. maybe, maybe. Uh, quote... Hello, my name is Randy, and I'm being sued by Activision for being an indie game developer. That's how Randy Ficker, what a name, that's, that's one typo away, literally it's right next to, he's, he's <laughs> one one keystroke away from being Randy Fucker, that's incredible. Uh, okay, that's how, <laughs> uh, are we back, are we back, are we back? It kind of seems like we might be-ish. Uh, reloading the stream preview. It's still thinking about it. Uh, it seems like we're back. We're back. Yes, there's the stream preview. Bush. Nice. Okay. I will start from here uh, again. I may be crossing some of the uh, the ground previously. If, I, if we do, uh, my bad, my bad. But do you know what? The stream shit itself. This is what happens when you work at home and stream with the world's... Not say the world's the UK's number one video game podcast, but from home in Salford, the internet just doesn't play well. <laughs> so that's what it is. Um, anyway, Ficker launched Warzone in 2017. Activision launched Call of Duty Warzone in 2020. As Ficker says on his GoFundMe, 
The law is clear. If you use a name in commerce before someone else, they can't sue you to get the rights for that name. Meanwhile, Activision's complaint mentions that while Call of Duty Warzone isn't available on mobile devices, Defendant's Warzone is one of many games titled Warzone that are available on the internet as a browser-based game or on mobile distribution platforms. It then goes on to list 16 examples. However, the ones simply called Warzone uh, all seem to post-date Ficker's game, while those released before it, like Anomaly, Warzone Earth from 2011 use variations on the name. It seems like Ficker may have been the first to simply call a game Warzone. Anomaly Warzone Earth is available on PC as well as mobile, by the way, uh, and came out on Xbox Live Arcade in 2012. I mentioned this purely out of a love of facts. Nice. Uh, the reason Activision's complaint makes such a big deal about Ficker's Warzone being available on mobile devices and in browsers is to establish that there's no risk of anyone mistaking the two. Uh, quote, Call of Duty Warzone could not be more different from the defendant's game, a low-budget niche virtual board game like Hasbro's Risk. Uh, Activision's legal team says, in honestly, a kind of snide way, and, quote, it is inconceivable that any member of the public could confuse the two products or believe that they are affiliated with or related to each other. Fickers disputes this. Uh, as evidence, he presents the Twitch category he created for Warzone, which clearly has his game's logo at the top. I had to scroll down past 25 people streaming Call of Duty Warzone and one Fortnite streamer uh, to find a player streaming the game the category is su supposed to be for. Hi, Biopilot17. Uh, quote, the regular streamers of my game are frustrated by this Ficker rise, but apparently it's inconceivable to Activision that this could happen. Ficker also mentions that he's been contacted by Call of Duty players about how their Xbox can't connect or how their PS4 got hacked, how they wish they could carry teammates and that Activision's actions have buried us on Google and the app stores where we used to be the number one result for our own name. And that's why he's raising money to take the publisher on in court, promising that 100% of the funds raised in this GoFundMe will be directly used in the legal fight against Activision. Right now, 431 people have donated and Ficker has raised 12094 of his $50,000 goal. Quite a substantial update in 24 hours. Yesterday we were like, oh, oh, will it, want it, oh, oh, oh. But now, 24 hours later, Activision could potentially be seeing this one in court, or at least having to settle. Bib, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I've actually just done a little bit of digging myself um, and gone on to Twitch, typed in Warzone in the search bar, and th pff, both of them are there. So there's Call of Duty, colon, Warzone, and then there's one just called Warzone, and there's a lot of people streaming Call of Duty in that Warzone category. Now, that is nobody else's fault but the streamers themselves. There's two separate categories. People do this all the time. There's a the, I always watch the sports category on Twitter, uh, on, on Twitter, on Twitch because it'll have like uh, old school wrestling videos and stuff like that. And oh, don't forget the frisbee disc golf coverage. Uh, that's twenty four hours a day. Incredible stuff. Yeah, it's incredible stuff. <clears throat> and people just stream like Fortnite randomly on there. Like they just you could go through and someone will be playing I don't know Fortnite and then there might be a Call of Duty one or something along those lines. So it's the people who are looking after that that are doing it wrong. However, however, do you think that, well the, the naming conventions are clearly similar enough for people to not pay attention and just type in Warzone and then click the first thing that comes up. Whose fault is that? I mean that's 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 the thing. I mean technically. If you're talking about specific instances, 
it's, it's, it's no different from someone typing in PES 2020 or PES 2021 and getting the wrong one kind of thing in that sense. It's, it's on mm-hmm. um, the person that makes the mistake. But PES 2020 and PES 2021 are similar, but that's because mm-hmm. they're meant to be similar. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of, it comes down to the... <sighs> I wish Robert Daniel was in this morning because he'd probably be able to put the words together a bit better for it. It is on the mistake is on those individual streamers, but that position for them to be in a position where they can make those mistakes that could arguably be malicious. They could uh, that could have been set up so that people do that on purpose. I mean, obviously, no one's heard of wars on the mobile game. But it's not a case of they don't have to prove whether that was done maliciously on purpose. It still unquestionably damages the brand. So if you look on their category and and the majority of people playing something else, that unquestionably in a court of law would be damaging to their brand. And that's that's the that's the thing where it's kind of interesting, um, because the the problem they, they would never in a million years be able to contest with Activision and Call of Duty. Very very few games can do. Uh, but it is it's interesting because whilst Call of Duty could I mean they've used World at War, they've used Warfare, they've yeah. used Warzone, they've used just different words. Um should they not be able to use any of those words is one one side of it. But the fact that they've used something that is so specific to another brand and if effectively suffocated that. Not intentionally, but I, I highly doubt that Call of Duty gave the, this game a second thought. I they just didn't even care it's, all right not bothered but unintentionally will have suffocated the life out of it um and that's that's kind of where it where, where it's 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 a weird sort of dance it's, yeah. it's well in the sports category someone's streaming football manager and they've got a good setup they've got a green screen they've got all the overlays and stuff like that how can you get that so wrong surely that's on the pl- that's on the person it's the same someone's streaming valorant on there as well that that's not a mistake no one's going to. No one's thinking. Okay, Valorant. I'll type in sports and then go and stream on there. Maybe they've changed game uh, and not changed the title, kind of thing. Maybe. So, I mean, there's there, there is all sorts of different. Like, if you take it on a case by case basis, um, there probably will be reasoning for that. Some of. I mean, the Warzone for for Call of Duty Warzone. I would, if I was going to Twitch category now, I was going to change our streaming category. And I was going to play Call of Duty Warzone. I would type W A R and then see what it brings up, and it would probably bring up Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, and whatever. And I yeah. would click on Call of Duty Warzone at that point, but I wouldn't be begrudge anyone that does click on Warzone because mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. That's what that's what everyone calls it. That's what Activision's yeah. first sentence of their blog calls it. There is other categories on the, on Twitch called Warzone as well. So you got obviously Call of Duty Warzone. Warzone, Assault Ops Warzone, Warzone 2, 2000, uh, 2100, uh, and Warzone World. I think like, the article um, kind of touched on that, where it says, like, Call of Duty Activision team referenced 16 examples of other games that have the name Warzone mm-hmm. in it, um, mm-hmm. but they all have... Um, what, where did they, Variations of the name. So Warzone Earth um, is, is not just Warzone. I think... The issue is Call of Duty, as a result of being Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and mm-hmm. that you, nobody 
everyone drops the moniker. And even, as we saw yesterday, Call of Duty drops their trademark moniker and just calls it Warzone. And that mm-hmm. makes it a like-for-like like counterpart. Nothing else is just called Warzone. Yeah. Uh, which, we right... called Assault Up Warzone. Right now, so... nobody would release a new game called Warzone, not because of the mobile game, but because of Call of Duty Warzone. They'd be like, well, there's, yeah. there's no point because that's going to kill my game. Uh, so going f- uh, and and potentially for copyright reasons as well, trademarking reasons, they probably think, okay, well, Call of Duty's got the trademark. Whereas in reality, Call of Duty don't because Warzone mobile low budget niche desktop risk alike mm-hmm. uh, fucking browser slash mobile game has that. So <laughs> I, I still I still it's, as much as I'm I'm which game am I going to play? Call of Duty Warzone. Which game am I never ever ever going to install or load up? Mobile Warzone thing from 2017. Which one benefits me? Call of Duty Warzone. But which one do I side with? I still feel like um, it's it's a case of Call of Duty haven't done their due diligence there. They, I, I still feel like they have overstepped um, and they've suffocated another game. And this guy's probably got... It's almost like the clouds have opened for him. He's got a mobile game that released in 2017 that isn't really doing anything. And all of a sudden, this cash cow has just gone, hey, we've made a mistake. Here's a billion dollars. And I kind of feel like that's what it is. But that is what it is, because those laws are there to protect brands that do get suffocated. Just because it's not a game for me doesn't necessarily mean it's a game that that, that I... Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like they should be exempt for the rules because I'm not going to play it. So I, I, yeah. I still feel it like it's a difficult one for uh, Activision. And I did think, okay, well, Activision's going to have all the lawyers in the world. But if this guy's got twelve grand already in twenty four hours, and his target's fifty grand, I can see him getting that pretty easily. Do you think it's a waste of money though? Like all things aside, for gut instinct, if they was to raise the fifty k, they've got twelve already. Like I said, in twenty four hours, do you think? it's going to be worth their time and investment? Um, I would say yes, because the the game came out in 2017. It's four years ago. They're not really doing anything with that anymore. <laughs> they clearly have not yeah. been taking the world because it's been out for four years. Um, so it's getting publicity, no doubt, anyway from this. I bet they've had more installs this week than they've ever yeah. had overall. Um, that 50 grand isn't coming out of his pocket. It's coming out of a GoFundMe. So, okay, I, I'm wasting time on it, but that time is marketing which will get more installs and will make more money for me and mm-hmm. I, I i genuinely see that this being a settlement i don't see it going to court i think they will if he gets the money and pushes it activision will go well fuck okay we called his bluff uh, he's called our bluff so we're just gonna have to pay to settle it let's give him let's give him 500 million or some i don't know what the fucking <laughs> number is and then it'll just go Ima- away. imagine if they go to court though and they put the the they're all, they've obviously got the fifty k. They sat alongside their lawyers, and then the opposite side is Activision with all their lawyers. And then the guy just looks down at his piece of paper and goes, "Oh shit, we didn't trademark our name." <laughs> oh no! And it all just goes out of the window. All the money that you pulled together will just go on fees that you've ended up spending to get there, regardless of whatever it is that you're going to be charging. Like the thing they is, must have something up their sleeve. I think it's to be able to go this far. It's probably better for both if it gets settled because if he gets to court and then it's like okay well what are you suing for a billion dollars okay (laughs) why a billion um because because you can sue for a number but that number has to be logical it has to sue uh, it has to cover financial losses Mm -hmm. plus potential future losses and then damage of reputation and what you imagine that could be but if this game has only earned 60 grand 
then yes. then okay, well we're spending fifty grand and we are filing for one hundred grand. Oh great, nice. Uh so if if it does go to court, um I could see that just being a massive expense for everyone. I could see this being better for Activision to just go, look, it's 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 a game that's not done much. Um if anything, our coverage has created a bit for it, so we'll give you a million dollars. Because Activision will make a million in in no time. They'll make that, mm-hmm. if not daily, I'd say they're making that weekly, at least. Because, I mean, if, if Fortnite on skins can earn, what was it? It was like five, six, seven... Million, that's what, uh, overall, that's what, the, that's what the game's worth. About 28 billion. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, at its peak though, wasn't it making like seven million a day or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know, it's not at its peak and it's more. And neither is Warzone, but Warzone's got a big update coming on the twenty first, I think it is. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll earn a shitload of money. We'll just go. Okay, we'll just just chisel a little bit off of that to shut him up. Nice. There we go. Job done. Ta-da! And I think that's how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. I do. If he's getting the fifty grand, he's going. It's 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 being filed. Whether it actually makes it to court or not, I I, w- I don't think it will. I think they will sell. I think they will pay him off. And I think this is even if it is someone just going for a payday it's a payday that i still i still side with i think that this is something that kind of needs to happen even if he's just doing it for greed reasons and he's not actually asked about the future of his game and his title if he does settle it that shows that he's not asked about the future of his game because uh, it's, it's dead anyway but i still feel like yeah even still it, the precedent of letting this go would kind of be harsh on indie developers that may have had a game and had some success and then got all of their business squashed going forward so i still i still kind of side with with the little the little man in this case um it's a gray area just like baby's facial hair says gary (laughs) and mine yeah i know i know um uh activision should just pay them off they're minted says time for a bong hey jojo lean after a very long hiatus i am back welcome back how are you welcome in welcome in uh, how's things? How did all the exams and stuff go? Although that feels like an absolute lifetime ago now. Welcome, welcome in, dude. Um, there's also that idiot in a hurry uh, market employer that was mentioned in an episode of QI where stuff is marketed named in such a way to draw the ignorant uh, like a red drinks can is linked to cola uh, in your mind, whether it is or, um, or not a cook. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of... That kind of works both ways in terms of like now he's calling his game Warzone. Are people going to start searching for that? Will that start to search better? Will people play that thinking it is that? But vice versa, is he saying? Uh, could we say that they've called their name Warzone to 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 lead the ignorant away from his mobile game? I mean, yeah. it's it's an actual thing. It's not likely because Call of Duty once again is a bigger brand than Warzone is. That's great. Metaxi's microphone. Um, so yeah, no, I agree. Uh, season three soon uh millions for activision yeah absolutely absolutely if the shoe was on the other foot no doubt activision would be doing the same absolutely and in the article that we covered yesterday um sbmm was on um, a website that was there to provide support to their community that's what it was it wasn't taking anything away from the game it was helping the uh satisfy the needs of the community i mean obviously it can be exploited for people to get uh, shitty lobbies or cheaty lobbies or something someone was saying in the chat I don't know the full extent I don't use it I don't play it but the aim of it was to be for the community they wanted to work with Activision to get it to work and they just shut it down so Activision 100% would go after them um, uh, copywriting is for the most part effing ridiculous very very much so very much so anyway that's enough ridiculousness for one day let's move ahead have you got a PS5 bib? I will certainly have oh 
That's a good point, actually. Yeah, you need to turn it okay, on. Okay, go carry on. Yeah, I do, I do yeah, too. I... Uh, I think we all do. Anyone with a PS5, make sure you get it turned on. Maybe not now, because you'll cause the stream to die. Uh, it's already done that once already, so we don't need to give it any more excuse to do that. But if you do have a PS5, turn it on, because PS5's first major firmware update this year arrives tomorrow. It's actually today so it's out now and it adds usb storage the playstation 5 is finally getting cold storage along with a few other welcome additions this is written by sharif saeed at vg247 and it goes on to say sony has unveiled 2021's first major firmware update coming to all playstation 5 consoles tomorrow april the 14th among the biggest update uh, the, oh, start again among the, the update's yeah. biggest additions is making it possible to use external usb storage with the console uh, usb storage can be used to store and play ps4 games or save cold store uh, ps5 games for later use ps5 games would need to be copied back to the console's internal drive when you want to play them similar to microsoft's solution with the xbox series x and s unfortunately for ps5 games the transfer process can only be performed once games are downloaded to the internal drive in other words you can't directly download ps5 games to usb storage games will automatically update once they're copied back to the internal drive and the transfer back will also give you the option to install certain modes or the whole package in games that offer that ability. Uh, the PS5's game-based menu has also seen several improvements. I've not seen these yet. I'm just going to say, woohoo, because you can yeah. use it. Um, to make it easier to access important content, game-based now lets you switch between parties and your friends list. You can also disable in-game voice chat entirely or adjust the volume of individual users in each session. Another impactful feature is the ability to pre-download game updates for games that support it. Where possible, you'll be able to pre-download major patches to your game if your console is on or in rest mode. The game library screen has been enhanced with a search feature and you'll even be able to hide games. Tomorrow's update brings some nice tweaks to trophies too. Uh, you can now control which level of trophy triggers an automatic screenshot slash video capture. There's also a new trophy stat screen with a more concise look at your level. Another great arrival is share play support enabling PS4 and PS5 players to share together while in parties. This essentially allows non-owners of PS5 to try out those games on their PS4 so long as they're doing it with a friend in the same party. All other share play features such as adding virtual controllers, passing the controller, and so on will also work. If you're eager to join a friend's game, there is now a request to join option which lets you send a, uh, send a request to a friend with an open game session. Essentially a reverse invite. Um, the PlayStation app is due for a similar update in the coming weeks, which is going to make it possible to join a session on PS5 from the app, manage console storage, compare trophy stats, and filter products in the PlayStation Store. Woo! Big old update. Yeah. Bib, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time coming, I think. Uh, the PlayStation 4 menus worked. In my opinion, they got they did get a bit chuggy towards the end. Um, but... Uh, the the work that did everything that you needed to do. How many people, hands up in the chat, still hold down their PlayStation button to access their menu overlay? Uh, do I put both hands up or do I just put one? Because, <laughs> because, because, yeah, all the fucking time. <laughs> it, it, like your 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 mind is so fixated into what a controller feels like and where you press the buttons because all the buttons are still in the same place as the ones on the old controllers. Um, it just it doesn't the overlays and menus just don't seem to be as good or as slick as the old ones. Um, hopefully this will 
bring a new lease of life to the menus because albeit they look very very nice i like the tiles i like the layout i like everything about it it just doesn't work as well as the playstation 4 did it looks better than those it just doesn't work as well it's all about function it's always function over fashion there's a lot of people it's the other way around but it's always function over fashion um so if it looks good fine does it you is it user is it is it usable not really like when you go to your i've recently reinstalled all my resident evil games on my playstation 5 so i can go through them again it took an absolute age to be able to find them because i can't do user search when you go into the uh the uh, the library it's just all in alphabetical order, so you have to try and find them all through there it's just it's just not as good as the old playstation 4 menus and uh, hopefully this will this will be a, a step in the right direction the whole party system is a joke um and finding your friends in lists is again an absolute joke so again said it three times now hopefully this will be an improvement somewhere down the line absolutely i mean i think i may have used this example before when we spoke about it if not it's fresh if i have said it before then well do you know what it clearly still stands but i remember seeing um it was an example of ui uh versus uh UX, um, no, no, design versus UX, uh, should I say? So the design, and it gave you a path, and it was, it, I can't remember, it may have even been a, a, a German a, a guy who used to be part of the pest community called Marvin Ronsdorf. I, I, I weirdly attribute it to him, and it might not have been, it might have just been someone else that's German. And, and that's me basically saying they're all the same. Great, nice one, Graham. Great, good plan. That's not what I'm saying, but, uh, but, uh, we'll give it, we'll, we'll attribute it to Marv anyway, because he's a creative guy. Um, and it was basically, imagine you've got a nice, public precinct so say like i don't know a road with a crossing some paths uh, a nice bit of grass patching and stuff and it was eff effectively like an l-shaped corner with a grass patch and you're in in one corner and you want to get to the other corner but you've got grass through the middle and it showed you like a really nice designed path going around this patch of grass um, and that with an arrow pointing to it, it said design and then it showed you like a dirt track that people had trodden through the grass and killed the grass going through the middle. And it was like UX. And that's the difference. That's the PS5. The PS5 gives you this absolutely stunning design, this mm -hmm. this well-designed path that's got like stones and it's got like a nice little edging bit. And I don't know, maybe maybe a couple of bits of bark or some some sprinkles of stone in going around the edge. Nice, they're beautiful. But then absolutely kills the path going through the middle because user, users go, okay, that's lovely, but it doesn't work. I have to go all the way fecking around the houses to get to point B. Why can't I just go straight through the middle like I used to do, like it was before? Yeah. And that's that's where they need to fix it. Okay, have have the bells and whistles, make it look nice, but make it more functional. Um, and we all we all knew. None of us said that that PlayStation had, had completely dropped the bollock and will will not fix this. We all said it will get fixed. But we're now getting there. We finally have our first major firmware update, and it does bring a lot. I mean, the USB storage is big. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of irrelevant to me because I'm not playing that much on it. I'm not having to delete things or move things around. So I was like, oh, okay, well, it's, it's big, but I'm not bothered. Not bothered. Not bothered. Not really bothered. If that's all it is. But then as we go through the article um, and the fact that they are tweaking the game base, uh, you can pre-download updates. Um, you can search for games in the game library. The trophy support has been improved as well as share play and adding request to join and making it more compatible with the PlayStation mm -hmm. app. This is good. Um, I like it. I like it. Don't stop. Keep coming. We want more. Okay, that path going through the middle of the grass. Yeah, it's a little. there's a little bit less need for that now, but there's still a bit of a need for it. Keep improving it. Get us where we need to be and then, yeah, nice, nice. But yeah, the UI looks incredible. 
as Gary says, uh, the PS5 UI is a mess and a half. Whilst it looks incredible, it is. It's, it is a mess and a half. It's it's super fast. Anyone playing Call mm-hmm. of Duty Warzone on a PS4, even a PS4 Pro, and then trying to go, I don't know, send someone a game invite, you go press your, press your uh, hold your middle button kind of thing or whatever, or press it and you, you get the clunk, plunk, plunk. Plunk, as it flicks through the menu. Oh, for fuck's sake, I just want to send someone an invite. Why is it? So now it's like... Yeah, super quick through the menus. This is all... Uh, I know. It's actually me doing it with my mouth. I know it sounds like real game sound effects. If you're listening on demand, it's not. It's, it's my mouth. It's not the game. I know it sounds so good. Um, but those... The menus, just, yeah. they're so rapid on PS5, but it's they need to be because you have 27 extra presses to get to where you need to be. So nice. GG's PlayStation. I'll have a bit more of that. Thank you very much. Um... Uh, I don't have a PS5 or a new Series X. Bonsai leaves the room. Oh, my bad, Bonsai. <laughs> there's, more, there's more potentially coming this week, though, I think. Um, I, di- I, I haven't been paying attention to them uh, as much because, you know, I have, I have two PS5s. <laughs> that wasn't a humble brag. That was me just being a dick. Um, yeah, th- th- I think there are more coming this week. I keep seeing PS5 stock updates saying that more are coming. I did think I saw something about Amazon may have had some stuff scheduled but has been put back to next week or something Mm. but there will be what we've seen previously is when you know that amazon has it everyone else has it as well in the same week so if you're after it keep your eyes out when when we get something that gives you a little bit of a concrete um date and time just make sure you're up at eight o'clock in the morning uh for a few days in a row because that way you get it eight eight thirty nine o'clock boom um getting get first i got one did it hey he got one through bt of all places i've no idea. i didn't i didn't investigate he just posted a picture he was very very happy uh with his playstation 5 as he should be as well he said he got it through bt i'm not sure if it was like he was just i on saw grading his broadband have you got a um, ps5 mate <laughs> yeah, yeah he was just asking everyone he goes to his local corner shop and they're like yeah we've got some <laughs> got some right next to the bottled wine at the top um but yeah he's managed to secure one i'm very very happy for him uh, I did see that that, that PS Five stock updates tweeted something last week. I may have been IGN UK deals tweeted something last week saying uh, BT. Actually, no, I think it might have been even Chris Scullion or Dan Dawkins from the games industry journal side of things basically said that uh, unlikely source, but BT are giving consoles away. If you are a BT customer, check your emails because they had basically a specific code for you and you alone and if you went and used that code you could have got a guaranteed uh ps5 for you you had a certain amount of time to use it and if you didn't use it then obviously it expired or, or moved on to someone else but I love that idea love that idea i mean obviously there's there's all sorts of questions that are raised about how did they decide who got them and when but but forget all of that stuff first and just taking it at pinch uh at face value um the fact that it's like, okay, do you want a PS5? If you do, we've got one for you because you're a loyal customer. Boom. There you go. Nice. Customer loyalty being rewarded. And it's not just a case of see if we can sell them all quickly online to scalpers because we get the money anyway. <laughs> nice. You like to see it. You love to see that. Um, nice chat. Uh, I have BT Broadband got it for my son. PC only for me. Oh, did, 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 you, did you get the email? Is that what it was? Uh, was it that kind of thing? Because I did see that the other day. They sent emails out to people saying that they that customers could get... Um, a PS5 guaranteed kind of thing. If you want one, we've got one for you kind of thing. Um, uh, Gary does do the, uh, the the long button press as opposed to the middle button press. Uh, yep, I do. That mu- that muscle memory is strong. It absolutely is. Absolutely is. Um, 
I'm good, mate. I still have my One X. It's not blown up yet anyway, says Bonsai. It's all right. It's <laughs> fine. And you, you're still trashing people on PUBG with it every day. I keep seeing the uh, the Insta clips, so that makes sense. No, stick with it. Um, BT sell PS5s to fuck. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. Um, I mean, it's not too strange because EE have been selling them for the past... Um, well, since launch, EE keep doing EE-only sales drops. So if you're an EE customer, then you can get uh, a PS5 through EE only. And they're also doing it as recruitment drops, as, as in sign up to EE and, and you can buy a PS5 from us, which is amazing. If you think of it, like a few years ago, it was like sign up to EE and we'll give you a PS4 for free. And now it's like sign up to EE and we'll allow you to buy a PS5. <laughs> it shows you what yeah. kind of weird times we're in right now. Um, you know, I registered for it months ago, says Gag. I got the email last week. Nice, nice. Remember the classic buy a mobile phone contract and get a free 32-inch TV for 90 quid a month? Yeah, yeah. Now it's just register and we'll allow you to spend money in, in one lump sum. Great. <laughs> I had the money available and saved for the Series X, but I've not had to use those funds. Uh, but I've had to use those funds for a private test for my son, and that obviously comes first. But at the moment, I do get the Series X. I'll be sure to scream and shout like a child. Well, do you know what? Props for the parent game. We like the strong parent game. Sacrificing the Series X for the for the childlings. GG's, mate. GG's. But you'll get one soon enough. You'll get one soon enough, and then it'll all be worthwhile, and you'll have a nice, healthy son to play with. Your job's a good one. Um, I know a lot of you guys have... The... I won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should hope so. You you... Last gen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know a lot of you guys have the PS5, but overall, are you happy with the console? I am. I am. Do I feel like I'm playing on a PS5? No. I don't. Do I feel like I I'm I'm playing on a better PS4? Yes, I do. So I'm happy with it because it's it's better than what I had previously. Is it worth the money just yet? Not. I mean, yes. When I was playing Spider-Man Remastered, it was worth it. But most of the stuff that I've been playing um, has been PS4 versions. So I I don't think that's unfair on the PS5. I think that's just just the state of the the conversion to next gen that we have on this gen. So yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. Um, like I said, it's not getting its its money's worth just yet, but it's for the speed and for the convenience and everything. Then yeah, I can't fault it at all. I'm happy enough with it. I love mine. The games that I play that had really slow menus, it just speeds through them now. Like it, as soon as I press, as soon as I press play now, it's going to load me back into Resident Evil Revelations Two from right where I left off without having to fanny about two seconds back in the game. Like I absolutely love my console. Do you know what? I think I think the reason that and you... it doesn't sound like a jet engine. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there is that. There is that. I think the reason that you enjoy it, though is because of that pace. I think that's maybe because you're an older gamer, babe. What do you think? Nice segue, Graham. Hey, okay, jumping into the next bit of news. Um, the number of older gamers is rising. New research finds. This is written by Don Pepe out of VG247. New data suggests that gamers are getting older, with more people in the 55 to 64 age bracket playing video games than ever before. I'm going to stop for just a second. Do you know what? This is actually one of my my biggest fears. I'm not, I'm not asked about getting old. It happens. Um... My biggest fear is a lot of the a lot of the gameplay experiences that I like. I like single player experiences. That's wonderful. But but when you get old, you lose manual dexterity. Just generally, you get a bit slower. But but obviously, when things like um, arthritis and and so on step in, you could lose motor functions entirely. To uh, not entirely. I mean, you can lose them entirely. But a lot of people won't lose them entirely. But in terms of multiplayer gaming, if you're not if you lose a good chunk of it, then you might as well have lost all of it, kind of thing. So that is kind of my mm. biggest biggest fear there. Anyway, anyway, that's completely off tangent. I don't know if it mentions any of that in this, but let's jump back in. Um, 
A new report from uh, marketing research firm Global Web Index revealed that 55 to 64 demographic has grown 32% since 2018, thanks to GamesIndustry.biz for the news. It's linked in the article. Um, that's a growth of just under a third in three years. We've seen various factors play into the changing face of the gaming audience lately, whether it's the increase in, of the number of mobile gamers or the amount of people tempted to play games thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic. There's been some major and fairly rapid changes to the global gaming population. The this study in particular used a sample size of just under 19,500 people from various regions around the world. As per the GWI report, a massive 86% of people that have an internet connection use the web to play games, with 24% of grandparents and parents noting that they view gaming with their relatives as family time. Quote, gamers are often portrayed in the media in a certain way, but as with many stereotypes, they aren't necessarily who you think they are. Noted David Melia, VP of Sports and Gaming at Global Web Index, uh, Web Index to GamesIndustry.biz. It's no surprise that the gaming audience is getting older. After all, gaming kicked off properly decades ago now, and users that fell in love with the hobby back then will now be aging and maturing gracefully like fine wine. Yes, yes I am. Better yet, it's proven that the gaming uh, that gaming can keep elderly people's brains sharp and train people to multitask better as they get older. If you want to age gracefully and keep your wits about you, though, you may want to avoid what research has dubbed the most stressful games you can play. Nice, nice. I appreciate that. That nice cheesy uh, line to get you to read another article on the website. That's better. I like that. Not not just the... Uh, also, we mentioned this about the Xbox, which is not really relevant at all, but it mentions Xbox. That was quite good. It was quite good. Nice. So, game is getting older. Is that a shock, babe? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've just Googled the exact date of when the NES came out, and it was July 15th, 1983. So imagine you was 15 years old then. I'm not very good at maths, but I would at least say you're well over 50 now. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Eight, 83, if you were. I mean, I'm, it would make you 52. Is that what it is? I, I, it's probably not that. <laughs> yeah. Like my maths is my maths is so bad. I'm trying to find an age calculator, but yeah, I would say you are well into your fifties by then. It's not 52, if you were 15 <laughs> at the time. I don't fucking know. Um, how old am I? I was 85. That was that. I'm 35. So 80, 85 plus 15 would make me 50. Yeah, 52. Hey! Yeah, yeah. Well done. And if, if, it's, know, if it's not 52, let's pretend it's 52. So it doesn't hurt my maths brain. No, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, and that's just using 15 as a base for playing video games because everyone just assumes that when you say you play video games you are a teenager uh, so we'll go with 15 so you're 52 now your time may change because you've had kids you've had a job and stuff like that but who's to say that your favorite thing to do then and now is still to play video games i can't see me stopping playing video games or anything really it's it's a hobby it's now my job However, it's a job. Even if I, yeah, if I was to, if I was to have children, I don't have any now. I'm 30 years old. My priorities would change, and I probably would spend less time gaming. I mean, at this moment in time, I'm not playing many games anyway. I'm just playing golf. But um, my priorities would change, and I probably wouldn't play as much. However, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop altogether. I'd find different ways. I'd probably invest more time in a handheld like my Nintendo Switch. Just because you get older doesn't mean that you don't want to play those things anymore. Because at the end of the day, it is a hobby. So this shouldn't be news. I didn't. I don't think I needed to do a survey of how old people are to know that there is still a lot of people out there that are older than me. My granddad's 75, I think, and he still plays on his consoles. He still plays his Xbox 360 every other day at least. 
um, whether or not playing Battlefield Call of Duty or whatever it is. He's the one that got me into video games when I was a, when I was a little kid, playing through Super Mario World and stuff like that, and Streets of Rage. He's the person that got me into it. Just because he's older now doesn't mean that he stopped playing them. Very very cool story. My nan once locked him in the conservatory because it was half one in the morning and he wouldn't leave playing Medal of Honor Underground. Um, he had work in the morning. My nan <laughs> said he'd come up. He said no. She locked him in the conservatory, so we carried on playing all night. But it's just because you're older doesn't mean that you necessarily want to stop playing altogether. You don't grow up. You grow up, but you st- your priorities change. I don't think I needed to write a survey or go through a thousand people to find out if they still play video games. There is still, if you're in the industry or you play video games, you know that there's going to be people out there that are playing it. So it feels like a bit of a moot point, but it's video games. If that's your hobby and that's what you enjoy, a lot of a lot of the times nowadays, the storytelling in video games is much better than what you see in the cinema because in the cinema it's just regurgitated shit. Um, I watched Thunder Force yesterday. It's okay. It's just a superhero film. You've seen you, once you. When you pretty much seen one superhero film, you pretty much seen them all. Um, See, I, I, the uh, reason I've not watched it yet is because I same same analogy. But when you've seen one Melissa McCarthy film, you've seen them all. That was my song. I love her though. You know, that, I love it. Melissa McCarthy. I I, I, I kind of do, I, and I say that in terms of I'm probably being a bit harsh because I find her funny as fuck when I've seen it. But but it's just the same character and yeah, the same comedy that. over and over again. Uh, which so. I don't know, maybe I'm just being old and a bit more snooty now. So watching her in Bridesmaids and stuff like that, pissing myself. And then there was that other thing with Sandra Bullock or whatever, and, and there's been a bunch it's of others. Uh, yeah, Spy in the Heat, two of my favourite films, I love those. So, like, yeah, but but I just, it's it's the same comedy over and over again now. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a husband who writes them all, that's why. Her husband appears in all of the films. He's the one that writes them. So every time he writes a new film, he just thinks, I'll oh, just drop my wife in there. <laughs> I mean, it's understandable. I mean, who, who <laughs> can I pay a bajillion cameos. pounds to? Do I pay a bajillion pounds to an actress or the missus? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both millionaires together. Why not? Um, but yeah, uh, th- th- this survey, albeit it's nice for the outside world to know that people, uh, the, the, it's shifting. I think I've seen Vicky Blake, Vicky Blake tweet this yesterday about there should be more people in journalism, video game journalism. Would I absolutely, absolutely agree with this because mine and your takes on video games are completely different, even though there's only a couple of years between us. But the demographic of older people getting into journalism for video games I think that would be a. I think that would be a very good move. Rather than being aged out like the Radio One situation, you reach a certain age and then you get kicked off the show, and you move down to Radio Two, Three, Four, and they get someone younger, cooler, who may be social media famous. Having those people move into areas which other people or older generations—I don't want to use older generations; it's horrible. Older, like older people who are older than me read those things, that will be a, a step in the right direction rather than just binning them off altogether because they don't have a voice anymore. I feel like the gaming industry should change and evolve with the people who were there, not as founding fathers, but are people who have been playing the games 20 years longer than I have, 30 years longer than my brother has, 40 years longer than uh, whatever, if I end up having a child somewhere down the line. So taking all of the inspiration from those and their learnings, I think the video games can evolve into a better situation rather than just binning them off altogether. I am. Um, no, I, I agree. And it's, it's, it's good to see that there has been some changing in that area over the last 10 years or so. Like I didn't like to be packaged as um, 
gaming dad. Um, and this, this, there was a few people, like a few channels and a few content creators that were like, oh, uh, gaming dads. And I felt it was kind of naff because 10 years ago, if you were a gamer dad, what you were was someone that liked games. And here's all the different Nintendo and Mario games you can play with your kids. And it's like, no, I'm a dad. But that's not just all I am. I want to play stuff mm. as well. Whereas now it's kind of matured to the point where you'll see people. Like, there's, I've never actually watched his live stream stuff, um, but there is, a, I say local, he's a Manchester-based streamer. I think he streams on Facebook, but someone called Average Dad. And every time I'm seeing him playing stuff or tweeting about stuff, he's tweeting about Warzone or something else. Um, and it's like, yeah, okay, well, that's the kind of games that dads want to play. Not necessarily just the 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 games with your kids and family games. Dads also want to be people. And I, and I like the way that, being a gamer dad has evolved from just being, okay, you're a dad, so let's just look at your paternal functions to, okay, you're a gamer dad. That's that's almost a, a cultural demographic social. You are 25-ish plus, and obviously I was younger than 25 when I became a dad, but you are 25-ish plus. That could be 25 to 55 or whatever, and you were a gaming dad, and I like how it's kind of changed in that sort of sense now. But yeah, Whilst yeah. content creators have changed with that, journalism definitely hasn't. There is there is no... Uh, it's all VG247, the gamer and something, which writes for, for everyone but isn't necessarily tailored for older audiences. But then again, I suppose it's difficult as a publication. How, how If you just tailor for dads, then you lose mums, you lose kids, uh, so you instantly lose things off. So it is difficult. It's difficult. It's interesting. Though. interesting. It doesn't surprise me, though, that, that, that 32% more people over the age of 55 uh, uh, are playing games now. Well, 55 to 64. Mm-hmm. That that area has grown by 32%. doesn't surprise me because 12 months ago, me and Bibby were saying how it's nice to see something that, that I mean, yeah, you go back 20 years and video games has been cool, but, but when you're in that 20 years ago sort of time frame, vi- video games was also still sweaty neck beard stuff. You do it in a dark basement, chugging on energy drinks and stuff like that. That's that's a gamer. Yeah, you lose a nerdy stuff. And yes, obviously that's evolved and changed over time. Um, but 12 months ago, it was like f- for for the mainstream, it was like the epiphany that actually... We know video games are cool because if you go back 12 months ago, the world had had the Fortnite boom. Everyone knew what what Ninja was and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I know what I know what a Ninja is. He streams on on the Twitch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the world had kind of come a bit wiser, but the, the pandemic kind of forced gaming to be actually give it a proper fair shout. So it doesn't surprise me at all that 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 area's grown. It doesn't surprise me that it's grown so rapidly. I like to see it, but yeah, there you go. All I'm saying is if you're aged 55 to 64, you can get a discounted sub just by... Uh, no, you can't really. It's, it's, it's full price. It's full price. You don't get any OAP discounting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm lying. Um, but yeah, do you know what? It's nice. I like the idea because if there's more, more people in that demographic playing, then there will be more people catering for that, that demographic. There will be more content made that is accessible for that demographic. Not that everyone over 55 is disabled, but stereo, not stereotypically, statistically, there's probably going to be more people that have less motor functions in that category than 20 to 30 categories, which is excellent news for me because I'm 20 years away from being in that category. So, yeah. so <laughs> by the time I get there, I might still be able to play video games. It comes around quick as well. Yeah, exactly. 20 years ago. It seems like five minutes ago in my mind. So, yeah. yeah I agree. So it still feels like every every other day. 
I it just feels like I left school yesterday, and I'm a th- I'm 30 years old now. I left 14 years ago, 13 years, 14 years ago. I left school. I left school. It doesn't feel that long at all. It's criminal. It's like when you see those meme posts. Like there was one I think I saw last week, and it was like, "This is what uh, Final Fantasy in your mind looked like 15 years ago," and it's like little sprites on the NES kind of thing like that. And it's like this is actually what it was like 15 years ago, and it's Final Fantasy 10 full 3D stuff. Like you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> that was a, damn. <laughs> Yeah, cheers, cheers, mate. Thanks. Uh, but anyway, good. welcome in, Warnock. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, well, let's scroll back up a little bit. Uh, I'm probably the oldest in the room at 48, says Pum Rico. Uh, you might be surprised. You might be surprised. Um, we do have a few older people um which which is nice to have it's nice to have a mm. nice to have a mix uh um where do we get to where do we get to where do we, uh i'm the same age as nintendo nice one so, <laughs> so it's time for a bong uh, well actually <laughs> nintendo are well old they used to make like playing cards and things so nintendo uh not not quite the same so you're younger than nintendo not not younger than nintendo's gaming side but still, yeah yeah nice <laughs> uh it means something different in Scottish does Jobby. I know it does. I know it does. That's what I was saying it when he said job and hobby. I was like Jobby. Um because I, I use the word as a northern English man. Uh a jobby is oh it's it's a thing. Um like pass passes the remote jobby, as in the remote control, passes that controller jobby. Oh where's that jobby thing that you had? Whatever. Whereas I remember mentioning it, I think it was when we were at Celtic for a Pez event. And I mentioned Jobby and Chris Bo or, or someone said, uh, you do know what Jobby is, don't you? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, Jobby's a shit. <laughs> I was like, what? Is it? He's like, yeah. So anyway, fast forward about two weeks after that, we had Score Against Cancer, um, which was a, a Pez live stream from our studio. Where we did a charity stream. Um, and uh, hashtag Graham Day is a Jobby started trending because uh, Chris Bo donated to, to cancer with that. And that came up on the screen. So Graham Day is a jobby. So I know what a jobby is because it's me. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I'll never stop playing. Uh, I love gaming and my kids do too. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, I used to play games when kids were asleep. Says time for a bong. I mean, I, I did. I used to play games when Chloe was months old, just because that was the only way. Like she would be, we'd have to do shifts, so that was kind of like a distraction thing. But I've always played games, and now she's mm-hmm. eleven. She's better at Fortnite than I ever will be. So it's like it's it's good to play games with her now. Although she she she, she loved the idea of playing PUBG two or three years ago. PUBG's now old, and she didn't care about it anymore to her. So she's she's fully into Fortnite. But yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, as one of the older gaming generation, I can say that it's great to be able to game with my twelve and fourteen year old sons. Absolute fields for show. Um, what do they class as games? Because dad was doing online games and Facebook, mainly the bingo and casino ones. I mean, I'd still class them. I'd still class them. It's not quite the same um, because bingo and casino stuff, you'd say that's, whilst it's kind of gaming, it's it's gambling gaming kind of thing. It's, it's a di- it, the word gaming is used in gambling and video gaming senses. I'd say that's kind of it's a it's di- it's electrified and digital, but it's more more gambling. But yeah, close. Um, I'm old, not as old as Bibby's granddad, but still play games. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't really like her one trick pony. Uh, is that Melissa McCarthy? I mean, like I say, if if I put a Melissa McCarthy film on, I'd probably enjoy it. But I'm at the point now where I've seen it enough that it's kind of it's, it's 
she's getting pigeonholed in my mind as to I know what what sort of jokes and humor's coming into it. Not that it's 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 bad. Some people will still hugely enjoy. It. I know a lot of people that have said Thunderfoss was really good. Bibby's actually the first person that I've heard that's seen it that's not said it's really good. Uh, he said it was okay. Um, always had a never let them win attitude with them. Um, not a mean dad, but when they did win. Um, it really meant something to them. They hand me a FIFA and COD now. See, I, I'm I'm too much of a wet lettuce in that sort of sense. I want to give them the feeling of being decent, so I will give them a good game, but often will let them win. Well, when they were younger, I would let them kind of win to give them the feeling of yeah. But then if they started to get like egos and shit, I'd, I'd boom. There's six goals. Take that, motherfucker. <laughs> but that no mercy. Uh, games keep doing that too. I've been playing games against my brother for years. If it, if I'm playing him on a football game, I'm decimating him because I know full well if it comes to Rocket League, he'd kick my ass. <laughs> I mean, siblings, it's a bit different. David will tell you that I didn't go easy on David. <laughs> I mean, he was older than me. Uh, but yeah, no, no. Um, uh, where did we get to? It's the same with Adam Sandler. Um, games keep your mind active, so in my opinion, uh, they're great, and they also give you social interaction as you get older. That's important. I mean, games teach incredible skills. That's why I hate these people that come after games because they don't realize how much social uh, skills you can develop from video game. Problem solving, social interaction, so much, so much. Always fancied seeing an old man gaming stream, uh, retro games, and comments on new ones. I mean, we've we've kind of had elements of that previously. We've had some retro stuff previously. Um, even just today, we we were in our staff meeting discussion. We are getting an arcade cabinet installed in the Ice Cream Upload Studio. So when we can finally get back into the ICU studio, we're going to have an old school retro cabinet. But we've we, it's I say an old school. It's, it's one obviously a new school. Mimicking yeah, old school. 43 inch screen. Um, so yeah, 43 inch screen, four different um, players at once. And we've also getting it installed with a capture card so that we can stream it straight out onto Ice Cream Uploads 2 as well. So yeah, 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 yeah. Big things. Um, uh, I did see they're trying to make a Happy Gilmore 2. Okay, that disappoints me because that is an exceptional film. I'm not sure I'll enjoy mm-hmm. it as much. Uh, 20 years ago, if you were a gaming dad, it meant you were on the losing side of a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god no it can't be worse than coming to America too. I didn't mind it I, I know a lot of people hated it I didn't mind it um, I, I didn't love it but I didn't hate it yeah. I didn't hate it it was just very much the first film all over again um, no I, I agree I it, think we've fallen down the rabbit hole there I think we're nearly two, live for two hours there sorry I'm just jumping through the uh, the comments so I can wrap things up uh, look at Dara Breen he's a massive gamer I hope they don't think uh, it would be bad but if they did uh, it was coming to America too? Then I can see it happening. Another Creed mo- movie is also uh, meant to be happening, in my opinion. Two of them is enough. Also, Sly isn't in the next one, apparently. See, I didn't mind Creed. I I, I thought it was good. Creed two, not so much, but Creed I thought was I decent. I loved it. Um, where's my discount? Says Gagad. Forty eight, just a kid. <laughs> uh, um, Graham, did you used to play Call of Duty to help Chloe get to sleep? I did. Um, I did. That was it. Exactly. So Callum knows. So, I'd, I mean, I'd play with Callum back in the day on the Xbox 360, playing Call of Duty 4. Um, Chloe would not sleep without um, human touch. So so basically, I would sit there, headset on, my uh, back in the day, my Turtle Beach Air Force X1s on the Xbox 360, sat there, laid back, Chloe on my chest, and then me playing uh, Call of Duty. Else you sat there for three, four, five hours-ish. 
every night while Daniel had a bit of a nap. And then when it got to like three o'clock in the morning, he'd be like, okay, now it's time to get some sleep. So I'd put quite sleep and play. So there you go. Game of dad. Um, my dad plays that game where you drink loads of beers and take an afternoon nap. <laughs> mm-hmm. my, my dad used to play that game too. Um, Showed my boys how we used to game back in the day on a Spectrum Amiga, etc. They were not impressed. Kids that they don't know the born. Yeah, and you got the the, the stick with the, the red button, and those sticks were the crappiest manufactured things that have ever existed. Because you'd be like, okay, you can only go up, down, and right. Left doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, fuck's sake. Great. <laughs> Literally, we're playing a game where you a tank in a maze. You only have four directions. If you go up, right, and down, you can't go left. Eventually, you're going to get stuck in a corner. Boo, you're dead. Fuck's sake. Mm. Um, uh, it's true. Gary Clark is old. <laughs> I think I think he marginally edges me out, so I'm not going to say anything. I think it's like I think me and Mister T ish around the same age. Gary might be a couple of two or three years older. Um, oh yeah, there you go. I'm two years older than you, so there you go. There you go. We're all old together. Uh, but that's it. We do have one more story. I'm going to just quickly give you the title. We're not because uh, it's. Hopefully, we're going to get shitloads of news tomorrow. We're not going to be able to cover this, but I'll give you the title. Naughty Dog says he isn't working on a new Jack and Daxter game, but wishes it was. There you go. So if you want a new Jack and Daxter game, there is none in the works. But you know what? They wish they were working on it. There you go. I think that kind of explains itself. Mm. Nice. We're all agreed. Yes, lovely. Anyway, we are going to disappear. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around for a long, old show. Um, We're going to play some games for you today. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yes, we are. Does anyone want to play some Pez? Some Pez? Some Pez? Some football? Nice. Well, you don't have to go away and come back because we're going to jump straight back on. Or at least at least that's, I think that's the plan. I did ask Bib, but I didn't actually see if he responded or not. I said yes. Yes. Okay, nice. He did. Lovely. So we're going to finish the stream and we will jump straight back on with some games of Pez. So if, you, if you're not doing anything for lunchtime and you want someone to keep you company, then come and watch me and maybe get absolutely rage quitting all over the place. So yeah, nice. Lovely. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, uh, we appreciate you all being in here. We appreciate uh, Rob Lobber. Thank you for the follow. Um, I missed that one. Uh, thank you very much for that. Mr. Tharion Drake, thank you for the raiding. Gary, for the, uh, was it seven months? So appreciate you all, you beautiful people. Uh, we appreciate everyone that helps keep the, uh, the lights and mics on. Once again, taking bibs phrases. Um, but do you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll keep it going for you. We'll get you an extra stream today. Before that, though, Bib, is there anything you want to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for each and every one of you that have joined us for today. But if you want to get involved with the show and help shape it, uh, then please do get in contact with us. There's two ways you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream World across all major social media profiles. Uh, <clears throat> don't know what happened there. Uh-huh. Choked up in air. <laughs> uh, I'll get into our Discord. The links will be in chat for you. If you are watching this on demand, please go into our descriptions. All the links that you will need will be there for you. All we need from you is a URL plus your false impressions. We will then give you our false impressions on the very next show, which at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? I'll be at 10 a.m. A.m. Ish. Ish. 10 a.m. Ish. Ish, 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 um, So yeah, we are going to end the stream. We'll throw up the end slate. We're not going to raid or host anyone else because we're just going to change the title, get Pez loaded up. Actually, maybe need to give us five minutes-ish because, you know, PS5 needs to yeah. be updated. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see how long that takes. But we'll be jumping straight back on. So, hopefully, stick around and join us for a few games. We'll have lunch together. It'd be lovely. Uh, until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. And, uh, oh, Bibby's back. He froze for a second. But, yeah, there you go. Have yourselves a fantastic day. And, uh, stay frosty! Stay frosty!